Welcome to another episode of the Naturally Build Podcast, a podcast discussing landscape architecture with the people we build relationships with. Uh, I'm your host, Pablo Cortez. And I'm your co-host, Annalisa Gomez. And today, joining us today is Parks Manager for the City of Anaheim, landscape architect, Pamela Galera. Pamela has been and is instrumental in developing public spaces, facilities, and programming throughout Orange County, California. Pamela, thank you for uh, joining us this morning. How are you? Oh, great. My pleasure. Yeah, thanks for thanks for taking the time. I know um, everybody gets busy and uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll squeeze this in. <laughs> um, so really, we just wanted to start off with, if you can kind of just go through, describe your role with the City Yes Parks Manager and, and what your goals are uh, in that role. Right, right. I'm really, I'm really excited to be here this morning. And so um, I am the, um, I have been with the City of Anaheim for 14 years now. And currently I am the parks manager. So my responsibility is um, all things parks and trails. And so right now we have 65 parks. Um, I'm pleased to tell you that we're actually opening a new park on Monday. Um, So we'll be up to 66 parks and we have 700 acres of land. So my team is responsible for the the acquisition, um, the funding, and that includes getting grants. Uh, the design, development, and construction of new parks. And I'm also responsible for the operation and maintenance of existing parks. Now, on the operation side, our responsibility is to keep our parks green, clean, and safe for the enjoyment of our customers. And uh, in that realm, it's really not that different from a private sector, um, you know, say a hotel or a spa. Um, However, our long-term goal Um, is our urban forest and also the opportunity to bring nature into our urban environment. And so we really think um, hard about our urban forest and we understand that the urban forest is not one tree. Um, I would compare our urban forest to be uh, like, for instance, the human organ that's the skin. Our skin is our largest organ and our urban forest is that important. So we really consider um, diversity in our urban forest, and we really consider uh, when we do uh, tragically lose a tree, we always try to plant more trees. And um, we really believe that um, trees are, our parks are the lungs of our city. And so we are um, really look at op- opportunities to um, increase uh, carbon sequestration, reduce heat island effect, and all the good environmental things that come from our urban forest. That's just one of our many goals. Very cool. Yeah, that's um, I've seen a couple of of actually, I think this year you've had a couple of parks open up, right? In the past year or so, yeah, and we have. got this new one coming up. That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've the, been very busy. As far as the um, the urban forest um, portion of it, is that a um, program that has been developed by the parks department? Um, has it been in place and? Does it affect uh, private development as well? Is that something that um, that that's a great that's a great question. Um, actually, I do oversee a um, tree program where we uh, are funded through our utility. We actually have an electric uh, utility in the city of Anaheim, and they fund a tree program where if you live in Anaheim, give me a call, and you can get a few trees uh, that we will deliver for free to your home or to your business. Um, so that's uh, one thing that's very important. We also work really closely with um, public works. 
all of the trees that are in our parkways and our medians. Um, and we have a very detailed tree count uh, in the city of Anaheim. Um, I'm also really pleased to tell you that we work closely with um, several partners, including Disney. Um, you may be aware that there are some really um, devastating um, invasive uh, in insects um, and other issues that are affecting our urban forest. And so we're so lucky to work with our partners in Disney to actually address um, some of these issues. The latest one is the shot hole borer, which I have a hard time saying, and I'll tell you it's a horrible um, little bug um, that is really devastating the urban forest in Southern California, uh, uh, along with others. So it's, uh, it's very important that we take care of this um, organ that is our urban forest. So, you know, you talked about a lot of the great positive impacts that your parks and the system have in the city. You know, have you experienced any negative feedback or negative issues that have come from some of these new parks? So um, I actually believe um, that it's all it's actually all positive uh, with parks. And I can give you many, many examples of uh, when we come into a neighborhood um, to put in a park. Um, we have NIMBY, which is not in my backyard, and you'll be surprised that people are really opposed um, the idea of a park. However, I have many wonderful stories to tell you about after the park is put in, those same folks will actually come up to me and thank me uh, for, uh, for uh, installing the park. Uh, one example that I have is our Anaheim Coves Park, uh, which is on the Santa Ana River. Uh, it is the first phases of the river walk uh, that we're continuing to work on in the city of Anaheim. And this is a, right now it's a two and a half mile trail and it is up against the backyards um, of homes, of residences. And many of these folks that live in the neighborhood were uh, very opposed to this project. Um, but now that it's in, we've had zero issues. Uh, we've had zero crime uh, on this in these lovely nature parks. And many of these folks have actually come up to me and, and tell me that they walk every day. Their blood pressure is down. Their weight is down. Their doctors are so happy uh, with them. And um, so it is it changes difficult. Um, but I do believe that there is a great uh, positive impact from parks. Yeah, I've uh, I've been on that Cove Trail, um, and you're right. There, it you know six, seven feet, eight feet away, there is a person's backyard, right? That looks up into the trail. Um, but you know, uh, when I was there, I was thinking uh, this is it's kind of cool, right? You have a little um, so this little nature uh, area right outside your backyard that you can just walk to and 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 take advantage of. Um, uh, you know, there 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 was it was pretty busy when I was there. People were using the trails, so that was good to see. Um, I saw a plan for a park right behind Angel Stadium, right? And that that that's being uh, sort of being developed. Um, and it, be, before then, we I used to ride my bike, or actually when I can, I'd ride my bike through that trail, and that was one of the big homeless encampments. Right for for quite some time, um, does the parks department have a role in developing those solutions? It seems like that's kind of what this is. Um, but throughout the city, right, is that something that you look into and you're uh, a part of? 
Right. Yes. I'm so um, I'm so excited that you brought up that particular project. And so um, I just talked about Anaheim Coves, uh, which is the first phase of the of the Riverwalk. And that project is north of Ball. And now we're looking to go um, south of Ball to develop the Riverwalk. Um, we are working with our partners, um, the Angels. Uh, development is coming in and they, there will be several parks along with that development. And then also around the Honda Center, um, there's a new development called OC Vibe um, that will include several parks and several open spaces, uh, public open spaces. The city of Anaheim, uh, we are purchasing the uh, parcel of land right next to the big A. And you are correct. This is where the homeless camp was a few years ago. Um, our plan is to turn that into a park, um, and um, we are applying for grants right now for that space. And so much like the Anaheim Coves, we are expecting for families and people to utilize that park. We will practice um, crime prevention through environmental design um, so that folks feel very safe when we're there at that park. And so that we'll have only positive use, um, you know, at that park. We're also looking at opportunities for the river itself. We're working with our partners at the Orange County Water District and at the Orange County Flood Control District to see what we can do to actually improve the river. Um, and that's going to be improve the river for to recharge our groundwater aquifer, to improve flood protection, but also to beautify the river to take an opportunity to create recreation and also the economic uh, development of uh, having people wanting to come to that river. We have, there's such an opportunity there in Anaheim with that beautiful resource we have. Yeah, that whole area is, uh, is, is, is looking to change it up in the next couple of years, right? That, that the, the OC vibe and, and the trail systems, um, a lot of new uh, developments in that, in the area. Um, well, and Pablo, I just want to tell you, we have such an incredible opportunity because there's few cities that have on a, on a river, a, a live functioning river. We have a train station. We have a major league baseball stadium. We have the Honda Center, which is a, um, um, a hockey center and performing arts center. And then very close by, we have our convention center and Disneyland. Um, so there are few cities that have these amenities. And what we need to do now is really embrace the beauty of the Santa Ana River. And I know you had mentioned, you know, some of the the ways to enhance with design as far as making safe spaces. Is there a favorite or, you know, a, a design concept that you, you found that's really successful in your parks and trails? Right. I mean, I, I truly believe that successful public spaces come from good design. You, as designers, it is our responsibility to design that facility well. And so we want our customers, um, our people uh, to feel safe um, and, and to have it be inviting. So for instance, we try to avoid hiding spaces. Um, we put in um, very good lighting. Um, we make uh, active spaces where people want to uh, enjoy beautiful trees, seating areas, things like that. And uh, so that it, that it, it all comes down to good design. Yeah, those are all really great 
um, important components to include in design. And it's great that you have that landscape architecture background to help kind of steer those projects in, a, in the right direction. And then, you know, we've talked a lot about um, the actual facilities that you guys have developed and some of the things that are in the works, you know, so if we switch gears to more of the programming side of the, your parks department, have you seen any emerging trends? I mean, obviously, a lot of things have shifted this year um, with programming, but prior to that, or even now as a result of that, have you seen any emerging trends in the programming that's being asked for or the demand for it? I have, I have, and so there's actually uh, parks have changed a lot, and I'll and I'll give you one simple example. Um, when I was a kid, um, kids played um, softball or baseball um, in the in the spring, and they played soccer in the fall. And so when the parks in Anaheim were developed, we had one plot of land. It had a baseball or a softball field in it, and then in the outfield we played soccer. It worked fine, um, but the trend today is that um, folks play their sport all year round. And so now we have a conflict with people wanting to play both softball uh, on that facility and soccer. The other trend is um, the increased population. So in the city of Anaheim, if you drive around, there's a lot of construction going on and a lot of housing, uh, which is so important. We have a housing crisis. And so we are building a lot of homes, a lot of apartments, a lot of condos, um, which is wonderful. The result of that, though, is that there's just more population. Um, so there's more people that want to use those sports fields. Um, the other trend that I'm seeing is the outdoor exercise equipment. Um, we are getting so many requests for that, and we've installed so many uh, in our parks. Um, and they're really, we've had no problem with them at all. They're great. They're just like the, the equipment that you would see in your gym, but they're mm -hmm. outdoors and um, they're being requested. Um, we have a lot of requests for dog parks. We're under construction right now for our fourth dog park. Um, we are having a lot of requests for skate parks. Um, I believe in the city of Anaheim, gosh, I think we're up to seven or eight skate parks now. Um, so those are some of the changing trends that we're seeing. Speaking of the the development on the development side of things, uh, Pamela, is there a? Uh, I know that for some uh, counties and cities, there's requirements for, um, say, a a multifamily development, right, to uh, provide some sort of of. Uh, open space requirement or meet that requirement um, for, is there is there a public use component to that that you have gone through? There is, um, there is. And so we have, um, we have adopted, it's called the Quimby ordinance in Anaheim. And so basically uh, for any residential developer, um, they need to either provide a park um, or they need to pay a fee um, for a park space. That is correct. When you when you say provide a park, is that within the development or anywhere in, in the city? Is that how that would work? Within the development. So, for instance, the park that we're opening on Monday uh, was actually um, built by the developer, by Lennar. And so this particular park is called Aloe Greens, and it is spectacular. So I hope that next week you can come out and see it. It is located um, south of Catella and west of State College. It's tucked in a neighborhood. And so that is the purpose of the park is that 
as the as Lennar uh, develops um, the medium or high density uh, residential around there. Um, folks now are living in a condo or an apartment. A lot of people don't want a backyard, uh, which is fine. And so that park becomes their backyard. That intersection is um, pretty dense, right? As far as population wise for the, for the city. Have you had any uh, changes or any sort of uh, implementation um, due to COVID-19 as far as parks go? Is there anything that you've seen that has been looked at or, or thought about? We have. And so I'm, I'm here to tell you that parks are more important than ever. And so we have worked so hard to keep our parks open. And so since COVID, our parks have been open. And also, I might say our restrooms have remained open. That was so important because as our first responders or as our, our key personnel deliver things, they need those restroom facilities. And so... Um, the Amazon guy that's um, delivering to your home uh, needs those restroom facilities in our parks. And the families have used our parks to just get out of the house. And so our parks have become even more important. However, we have closed down playgrounds and not allowed um, the sports events. So at this time, we're not allowing those games. Um, but we are encouraging people to come out to our parks to enjoy their families um, and exercise in the open air. Yeah, and uh, that's uh, slowly changing, right? It's slowly opening up some of those additional uses that have been sort of shut down. I think uh, uh, I'm over here near um, Pearson, Pearson Park, right? Yes, yeah, that's yeah, our oldest yeah, park. That, yeah, that, that, it gets a lot of use around here. It <laughs> yeah. It does you know, really want to reiterate how very important parks are. And parks really, we have a tagline that says parks make life better. And I believe that with all my heart. And we've talked about how folks um, go to a park and, and play sports um, and then also maybe take a walk and, and commune with nature. But parks are so important, even for somebody who doesn't step foot in that park. For instance, you may drive by uh, a beautiful park with beautiful trees on your way to work every day. And I really think that that improves our, our outlook on life. And so I cannot reiterate to you enough how important parks are to our society. I had one question because you talked about the urban forest. You know, do you do anything within your park system that works towards like urban farming or community gardens or like fruit guild um, within those urban forests? Yeah, we do. We do. We, we have several, several uh, community gardens um, throughout the city, um, and they're all kind of different. Um, they are managed by that neighborhood. So we, in, in some cases, uh, we built um, the, the structure of it, and then we basically hand it over to that association, to that neighborhood, and let them um, manage um, the urban garden. Um, the, you know, the community garden and their great success. That's a wonderful opportunity uh, for especially these pretty dense neighborhoods um, to have a community out there in that urban garden. They're wonderful. And so that's just another way that we can use parks. And parks have really changed um, in, in so many ways. And that's one good example. So the last question, we'll go into it. Um, if you could hire your own personal parks planner or yourself, and design a brand new park from the ground up with unlimited funding. The proposition 
68 gods have bestowed upon you all the money that you could ask for, you know, what, what amenities and features would you include in that park? That's a great question. And I'll tell you, it depends. And so there are so many different types of parks. Um, so for instance, um, I've had the pleasure of working on a sports complex before um, where there's baseball fields, a soccer field, softball fields, and there's a lot of mowed grass, turf grass, um, and a, a lot of beautiful trees, but mostly ornamental trees and a lot of concrete, of course, restrooms and picnic, large picnic shelters. And I think that's the type of park where a lot of people, when I say the word park, that's what they think of. And those parks are wonderful. That's where kids learn how to play ball and they grow and families have picnics and, and companies will um, have their company picnic out there. And that's a beautiful park. However, lately we've been working on little pocket parks that are really small. We recently completed a park literally in a, it was a um, landscaped median uh, in the middle of a cul-de-sac. And we put in a tiny, tiny little park with a small little playground and a, a little shade area and, of course, some beautiful trees. It just really improved that neighborhood. The other type of park that we're working on are nature parks, where we're very, very careful to only plant native plant material. And so these parks um, do not have any mowed grass. Um, these parks are a place where you can hike, you can read, you can contemplate. And we really work very hard to bring in birds and nature to those facilities. And now we're working on the um, river. And so the river interface that we're looking at is going to be urban, right? We expect that around the Platinum Triangle, the urbanization will continue. We hope that there'll be a lot of restaurants and breweries. We're becoming brew city. So that's an important part of our, of our fabric. Um, beer yes, beer gardens. Absolutely. Um, and so that is going to be a different type of park where we are interfacing with nature. We will interface with the river, um, but it will be urban. And so it'll be an urban plaza. We're having a lot of fun lately looking at other urban plazas from New York or San Francisco and Chicago. And so I think the answer is, it depends. There are all types of different um, parks and they're all of value to our community. That's what you get for uh, being a landscape architect, right? You got to look at the space mm -hmm. <laughs> and make it yeah. fit uh, <laughs> for the use. Um, but also I would say form follows function. And so the, the first thing that we do when we have a space is we think about um, the neighborhood, we think about the context, and we think about how can this space um, be used. And, and so that's why we decide to put in a sports park or we put in a nature park, et cetera. Yeah, I'm curious, um, just curious, is, is, there, is there access to the parking lot, to the stadium, from to the park back and forth, is that? Is that part of correct. It? Yes, correct. So you're so you're talking about um, it's going to be a very linear park mm -hmm. um, next to the big A. And so 
right now, if you look at Google Earth, we have the Angel Stadium and there's just a huge parking lot, a lot of asphalt out there. That is going to be redeveloped uh, into um, condos and apartments and housing and businesses and restaurants, etc. And so we are working very closely with the developers um, from the Angels to have um, interaction with our park. Uh, which is going to be right next to the river and also interaction with the river itself. So will you actually have access down into the river where people we're hoping? Can... Yeah, that's, that's the plan. Um, right now we're completing a feasibility study um, on the concerning the Santa Ana river. And we're working with all of our partners. We're contemplating improvements to our aquifer so capturing that, that precious water and percolating it down into our aquifer is so important. Um, obviously, flood protection is very, very important to all, to all of the county. But looking for opportunities to increase recreation um, and to increase access to the river. So in the river itself, the, we are contemplating the opportunity of actually building a series of maybe small dams to capture water. And then also we're increasing connectivity, looking at opportunities to put in pedestrian bridges over the river to connect one side of the river to the other. Um, and then also building parks, building plazas, building overlook near the river. So we're we're working on it. We, we have high hopes. That's awesome. Yeah, it's very, very cool to hear that you guys are thinking about that and getting, getting that uh, that system in place. Yeah, yeah. I think we're coming up on a on a good time to uh, to to wrap up. Um, uh, Pamela, is there? Would you like to share any way of people to contact the parks depart, uh, department if they have any questions or want to look up some of these projects that that are in the works? Yes, yes, please. So, um, uh, City of Anaheim. Um, again, my name is Pamela Galera. Uh, you can give me a call at seven one four seven six five. 5155, or you can email me on a, at pgalera at anaheim.net. Um, I would love to share with folks uh, more about what we have going on. Um, we do have a, a pretty great website also. It's uh, anaheim.net backslash planning for parks. And so if anybody's interested in, in um, some of the things that we have coming up in the future, um, please take a look at that. And come and visit our parks in Anaheim. We we have coming on 66 parks, so we have plenty of parks for everybody to enjoy. Yeah, I want to check out that that, that tiny uh, roundabout yeah. uh, or the cul-de-sac park that you talked about. Oh, it's <laughs> beautiful. It's beautiful. It's actually called Circle Park, um, and it's over. Um, uh, it's um, on near Ball. Gosh, I think it's near Ball in Euclid. And that, oh. that story is a beautiful story. Somebody from the neighborhood just called one day and said, we have this ugly landscape thing in the middle of our neighborhood. What can we do with that? That's awesome. That's, that's, that's good to hear that. That's how that project came about. Yes. The, the, the community got involved. Right. Um, cool. Um, well, Pamela, thank you for taking the time to join us and, and be a part of the podcast. We will um, we'll, we'll, we'll keep in touch here and there. When we can um, please do come and check out check up on me in a year or so and see how we're doing on those river parks 
Yeah, yeah, I'll probably have another 66 to add to the list, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, great. Um, thank you, Pamela. We'll, uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Naturally Built Podcast. We will update our Instagram account with newly released episodes. You can also find us at Apple Podcasts under Naturally Built Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Go out and build something. Mm-hmm.